on the hedges. No. <laughs> be the start i was gonna say that's that's our intro <laughs> if only you guys knew what i was laughing at <laughs> uh, welcome to rough around the hedges podcast i'm kaylin i'm christine and i'm mackie and we're going to talk about plants at big box stores big box stores so what constitutes a big box store a big, big box <laughs> <laughs> lots a of big boxes a box a store <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go take a walk around the box. I'll be back after I cool down. Okay, so Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target. Targets have started to sell plants now. Grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Anything that's like a national or regional brand that has multiple locations, like right. more than just a handful in your city, it would. I think it would be yeah. big box store. Yeah, and I, I mean. To make it even simpler, it's not a nursery. It sells anything other than plants. It's a big box store. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Um, the bigger the box is, the better. <laughs> my God. Stop. The bigger I, box, your box. <laughs> I arguably haven't, or I shouldn't say arguably. Fair. What's the word? Anyway, I haven't shopped at Big Box stores as much as I used to. I still check out the plant section if I go to a big box store. I will go check it out, but I don't make. I used to. I used to be doing like bi-weekly trips just to check it out. Just to check it out. If I had twenty minutes to kill at work, I would go to Home Depot and just walk around and see what they had. I don't really do that anymore. To be fair, I don't really buy plants anymore. <laughs> so interesting to be in that stage of our plant parenthood, right? Where we're just trading or. Saying, I'm done. I'm not bringing any anything in. Plants. Just um, leave. Just leave. But yeah, I mean, I still go and get my perlite at Lowe's or Home Depot or Menards. And that's when I like to, while I'm there, I just look around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually, if anything, I'm going to get pots more because they're cheap. Um, they got the good colorful ceramic ones there for like 5 to $10 each. Yeah, and they're the nice. small ones. I yeah. need the big ones. <laughs> not all of us have that problem. If well, you need bigger I, ones, I just got a bunch from my grandpa's house. Yes, I know. I know. I have a bunch of plastic nursery pots I'm good on for a bit, but uh, I got some ceramic ones too. Get a nice, oh, like a 14 inch big ceramic pot from Home Depot for 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like just like a nice matte finish, plain black. Love it. The only downside is it's fucking heavy. Yeah. And so when I have to take the plant who's in it down to water, I'm just like, (gasps) and then I'm hulking it down (laughs) to the floor. And then after it's watered, it's even heavier. So I got to hulk it back up. Right. Biggest criticism. That's why I'm not doing large ceramic pots anymore. Even or when they're just, ready. They're you just keep them as outer pots. Everything goes in nursery pots for me. Mm-hmm. That is, I have another one downstairs in a situation yeah. ready to go whenever I decide to use that pot. There's a nursery pot that fits perfectly inside it. Yeah. I only use the ceramic ones if they're glazed inside and out because I don't want to deal with that water drying. Sure. As long as they're glazed on the outside, it's not so bad, but I know what you mean. Yeah, whenever the roots adhere to that rough surface, though, it just yeah. sucks. True. Um, yeah. Big so, box stores. Big box stores. I I mean. What I've, have you got? What are your summer ones that you remember you bought at a big box <clears throat> store? Try UBI Moonlight. That was the big Walmart one. Um, your My Tanikis I found at Home Depot. Which means my Taniki came from yep. Home Depot. <laughs> yep. Um. I've got, I found a variegated Horthia there once. Mm-hmm. It, that thing's long dead by now. I, I still have mine. Your Stingray yeah. and Zabrina came from yep. a grocery a store. Cub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to say like a good, good chunk of my collection has come from Big Box Store. Nice. My, oh, I've 
blanked for what other alocasias came from there. Oh, my Aslani eyes. Remember, those were the, what are these? And you thought maybe Infralis because they were like dark black. And then they ended up being. They were just Aslani eyes with really bad sunlight. Yeah, those were dropped whenever the price was still high and they were eight bucks each. And I am still kicking myself for not grabbing one, although I'd probably be dead by now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, do you still have them? Yeah, and I've got four of them in a pot. They they desperately need a repot. But they're for sure Aslani eyes. Mm -hmm. Very much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if you notice, a lot of the suppliers are actually big name people. A lot of the big name people started in big box stores like Steve's Leaves used to be Home Depot. He used to supply Home Depot and now he started his own thing. Mm. So a lot of those like Hampshire Farms and all those, they will do a whole selection. They'll they'll grow it through the winter and then the spring they dump it on big box stores. So like if you've done this for enough years, you know the cycle Mm -hmm. and you also know the restock days. Mm -hmm. And that's, (laughs) it's a bit obsessive, but yeah, it works. How you get the good stuff when it comes in. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's really weird. I want to, I mean, it all started like in the pandemic that they've started to get just fun stuff, like different things. They had pipers randomly. I would argue that this has been going on even longer because I've, again, I just have that long period of time in the hobby and it's, I have always been arguing with people always go check the the big box stores because that's where you find the gems. Right. Literally. That's, and you just kind of have to look and that's why like I would go bi-weekly because you never know when stuff would come out or something that was like hiding underneath the shelf is now on top and you're like oh crap like that's there and And so i i do a lot of home improvement shit so i always have to run to home depot for something i forgot (laughs) so but uh, the first thing i do i walk in the door i head straight to the plant section i gotta check it out once i'm done with the plants i will go get whatever i'm there for (laughs) right um Worst thing is when you go to a Menards that doesn't have a plant section. It's always hit or miss with those. Apple yeah. Valley. Yeah, my, my my the Maple Grove one has just started to get some plants, and it's real cheap yeah. or the, not real cheap. Real the Fridley one down the highway doesn't have any. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I made the mistake of going there once. I was so disappointed. Mm-hmm. I will say I had a f- it was a kind of a bad obsession for a while of checking out the big box stores. I was texting Kaylin constantly, but that's how I found like all of our Calatheas. Well, they, how, they have the uh, the whole the big box store shopping Facebook groups, too, where, mm-hmm. you know, something comes in and then somebody will post it and then everyone goes crazy trying to run around and find them. Yeah. And that's that's I mean, that's. See, I don't follow it. Yeah, I don't follow it that intensely. Peer pressure kind of thing. I just know the first Tuesday every month they get their succulents in and March, <laughs> April is the time when the new collections drop. So if you want your cool succulents, that's when you go. Yeah. <laughs> before they're sold out. I mean, okay, so for Home Depot specifically, and I think Lowe's, the main nursery is Costa Farms. Yep. Um, and they, like, they'll just, like, throw crap out randomly. Like, there's Rios for sometimes just hop in there, um, which... Are they true Rios? Rio is a naturally occurring variegation. No, they may not be able to call them Rios because that's a patented name, but it's, it's a Rio, right? That's the variegation that's happening. Um, every now and then they would like test, not test, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like soft launch? Like they were soft launching Tycons. People just find Tycons sitting in Home Depots for like a hundred bucks. Um, big ones too. See, I always struggle with, that's the struggle with big box stores with me is Costa Farms. I cannot buy anything from Costa Farms because of some issues I have with them. Yeah. yeah and I have since learned that they have some pretty 
problematic donation practices. Yes. They are completely against my community, so yeah. I will not buy from them. Yeah, the, that the is the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Yep, and even if, to go even deeper, like trans specifically, they've definitely donated to anti-trans organizations over the years. So yes, um, that's where kind of I've stopped buying from big box stores is because of that because costa is kind look. of a, it's looking it's look. free but i'm not gonna um, buy a costa from this plant yeah where was i going with this even if they put out a tycon for 50 bucks and it was huge i'm walking away from that because you have one well <laughs> to be fair sure, but like to be fair my... it was 600 not 50 oh they were selling them they were 600? 600 at walmart the the actual launch ones were mm-hmm. they when they soft launched them you could get it was like three plants in a pot for like a hundred Yep. So that was, yeah, that's where people were going really nuts. And, and then did they those were ever like, end up coming out? And they were like, we're no. going to sell them. And then they, they were like, oh, no, sorry, guys, we can't actually, like, upkeep these. I don't know if it was, like, a TC fail or what. They were just having issues. Just and then the when they batch. did put stuff out, it was $600. I was like, gross. Um, so big box stores, you can find some gems. You can definitely find some, like, random variegated stuff, which is really cool. Some sports variegations. Some sports variegations that are cool. That's actually how I got my Simbaformis variegata was... A random variegated pup yeah. at Home Depot right. for five dollars. Sweet. I'm trying to think. Uh, like I had that Horthia. There was another one. That I, I mean, found. I know the Ficus Altissima yellow gems recently uh, hit a high, and they they're back in after three years. They're back in Home Depot again. I got mine probably five or six years ago at Home Depot at a foot. And now it's like four and a half feet. Like plants are plants. They work right. good no matter where you get them from. Yeah. I've seen people finding um, allocation nebulas at Targets. Ooh. Yeah, so that's kind of been my little... You know, if I get under 100 plants, I could buy one of those. <laughs> you and your plant limit. Yeah. You're limited by number of the plants. I'm limited by space. Right. I Which is in turn space. like my plant limit. Thank you very much. <laughs> it keeps me in check. True. You found your limit and you keep to it. Mm-hmm. So you like, don't you burn know. out. Well, that's the thing is I'm realizing, like, even though I have 100, like, because of the size of some of them, I'm just like, I can't. I don't want to. They take up too much space. If anyone wants a Glad Hands or Prince of Orange, I decided those two the next to go. Oh, not your Glad Hands. You know how long the petioles are on that thing? No. It takes up so much space. <laughs> just sell it for 60 bucks. It's cute, but there's not enough leaf there. You see right through the whole plant. It's just like a skeleton. <laughs> I grew it. It's big. It's bushy. It's really pretty. I'm done. <laughs> next. Back to the big box. <laughs> yeah. or the main thing, I think... <laughs> Back on topic, Kaylin. Back on topic, Kaylin. <laughs> I think the main thing that you really need to worry about with big box stores isn't necessarily quality, but like pests. Two biggest things I would say, yes, is number one, pests. They are almost guaranteed because those plants were stressed out, getting thrown. Well, here's the why, because this naturally goes into number two, overwatered. They almost always are overwatered because when they leave the nurseries, they dunk them in a bunch of water, they throw them in a truck, they get shipped up here. In the darkness. In the dark, so they're stressed out, they've been overwatered, and now they're sitting in a store where they probably got watered again. And to be fair, they're also in, like, you know, usually Coca-Cola to maintain, uh, maintain that moisture. And they are not getting good light. They are not getting good light. Well, if they're in those decorative cash pots, there's no drainage either. Right. So if someone waters them again and they're not using it, they're sitting in water. Yep. yep. Yep, so that's just things to think of. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. My cost, uh, my Costco plants, my Raven's Easy, my Musaica, my Nanucarata because it was planted too deep, and then my Birkin I finally got rid of. Yeah, I'm just sorry. I don't know why I was thinking of those. Um, uh, something that you'll see a lot of with the big box store plants is they will have them, they'll start them off in plugs, and then they leave the plugs on yep. when mm-hmm. they pot them up into their, like, six-inch pots. So, like, especially aglaonemas, they usually have like the plastic net pots around the base of their roots. Oh, yeah. 
So uh, I feel I the reason those are so dangerous is because people let them dry out. And then whenever you dry out those pucks, never take water in again. It just suffocates the root. Yeah. But in yeah. in general, I don't view plugs as a negative as a negative or bad thing as long as you're like doing it right. And right. also, like, I just remove them. So yeah, you like I I was gonna say you know you get the plant home, take the, you know dig it up, pull the plugs off. But like you want that plant to acclimate to your house, and yeah, right. not get stressed out anymore. So you do want to leave it for a little bit, wait for it to start growing in your space. You know, don't want to dry out all the way. And then once the plant is happy, then you can choose to pull it out, cut the plug off, yeah, um, put it in whatever mixture you want. Um, That's why know. I always tell people, don't worry too much about the plugs. You've got time to right. get them it's settled. It's not an immediate. Yeah, yeah it's sure. not going to kill. Okay, <laughs> if it kills the plant immediately upon you bringing it home, it's something else you did. Or, or the plant was already dying. If it's yes. that quickly, the plant was already dying. Yes. So. Because it was watered, thrown in truck. Shipped up to Minnesota, got yeah, water up root rot. <laughs> Definitely give a give a tug on that plant just a little bit. Make sure it's not got root rot. If it stays in, you're good. Yeah. Did you know that by the time a shipment of plants reaches the big box store, from the time they start it in the greenhouse to the time it gets to the big box store, they've lost over 50% of their stock. Ouch. And then wow. on top of that, there's another 50 to 75% loss. Ouch. That's so wasteful. But like plant house plants, I we should do a sustainability episode because it is it's that is why I pay so much attention to what I use because I know there are parts of this hobby that are completely unsustainable. Yeah. So like I do try to find stuff local, local cuttings. Um, I stay away from peat, like just general things that are just the worst parts of it. I try to cut out. That's why you should reuse your pots too. just wash them and reuse them because plastic is not good. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah. So but I mean, as far as big box stores go, if you're someone that's just starting your plant journey and you're trying to figure out what you like, what grows well with you and all that, that's a great place to start. It's affordable. Yeah. It's affordable. Um, a lot of stuff I got was like $5. A lot of stuff $10. they have raised their prices. So do do a little bit of research to figure out if you're yeah. you know paying $30 for a plant that you yeah, should be paying $12 for because I, I hate to see that. Yeah. yeah. 20 you could go buy a fiddle leaf fig for five bucks and then the next year they were like a hundred because yeah. Yeah. You can still well, find a good deal on a fiddle leaf fig, but yeah, there are some that are just jacked up way so like just too much. Right. Yeah. Cause going back to my ficus that I have, I remember buying it for $12 at home Depot. And then two years later, everyone was like flipping shit about them. Like I need this plant. I'm like, I have one there at home Depot. And it's like, <laughs> no, they're not. It's like, but they were Yeah. now they're a big deal. So like you can find really cool plants that come up through there. So like, again, if you're starting, that's a great place to start. Yeah. Well, like usually they have uh, all the succulents in the little like two inch pots. What mm-hmm. do those run cost wise? Three, four bucks? Uh, depends on it. If, if it's a mimicry, like if it's a mesem, they're six. Otherwise, if they're a small two inch, they're five. Big three inches are six dollars. Okay. And I love a four inch pot. That's ten dollars. That is my preferred price range for like tropicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love a ten dollar plant. I'm I'm a little iffy on twenty dollar plants, but I try not to spend more than twenty five dollars. I have a plant, l- period. Yeah. I have a limit of $50 a plant and I only have one plant that I'm willing to spend up to that on. And that's a spirit of sanctity. And that's just because, Hey, they're finally, that's a cheap spirit of sanctity. sanctity. And like that's happening. That's going to happen this summer because Mm -hmm. I've already seen them at $30 on sale. Tissue culture needed to be acclimated still. But like if they're at that stage for $30 on Etsy, then you'll get your $50. Then I'll get my $50 one. That's like a four inch pot some sometime this summer, I think. That's crazy. $2,000, would, baby. I would I would buy a spotlight just for that plant. I, just not because it's like rare or anything. It's just those it's leaves. Cool one. Those yeah. Those strap leaves are just beautiful. Yeah. We should have a competition so you can grow the biggest one. 
I don't have room for that. Why did I say that? I don't even have room for that. Your glad hands and your Prince of Orange. What are you talking about? Perfect room on my south facing window. I was gonna say, have you ever seen the spread on a mature spirit of sanctity? It's like four to six than, feet. I was gonna say it's more than my Billy Etier because then I can't take it. Oh, it's yeah, bigger I than Billy grow, Etier. I, I need to grow up my Billy Etier to full size, and I'm gonna have to buy a new house for that. My Billy's too big. My Billy's leaves are pointing down, and Kalen pointed out that that means too much light, so I gotta move mine. Really? That means too much light? I thought that's so. What we Mackie want. has it on a shelf where they're growing their succulents and shit, uh-huh. and so they're really high-powered lights. So it makes sense that it's too much for a philodendron. Are they going down or are they going down? Okay, so like this is the, the, leaf the and this is the petiole. They're like this. Doesn't to me that means that's turned up. Like they need more light. No, no. no. This is this is the this is the face of the leaf. Okay. Faces. Ah. Okay. Okay. And the new leaves are consistently coming out and then facing down too. Gotcha. So. Yep, yep, yep. And the newest leaf is also like lime green. So I know it's uh, too much light. It's just that's the shelf that I'm ignoring because that's my tropical shelf and I don't have the bandwidth right now. Right. You can get Billy's in big box stores now. Exactly. So it's like why? For 25 bucks. And honestly, with where I got this particular Billy from, if I lost it, I wouldn't care. Right. And I will say that's probably an annoying thing about big box stores and commercial growers is. I've had to learn to stop having this mindset. There was a time where I would, when I'd buy a plant, my immediate thought was, what can I do to make money back on this plant to either one, negate the cost I spent or make profit off of it. And usually by the time I grew a plant up, they were in the big box stores for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. What I've always done is figure by a year, it'll be 25% of the price it's going to be. It right. is now. Then right. that's been fairly accurate for me. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't buy any of those expensive $200 plants when they were $200 and fancy. The most expensive plant I ever had was a Thai constellation. They were going for 600 at the time. And mine was just a cutting my brother gave me and I didn't have to pay for it. Right. Well, what's the most you've spent on a plant money-wise? Money-wise, probably about 60 bucks. And that was something I really wanted that is long gone. Christina and I spent $49. On Rio's. Each. We should have just split it. But then yep. I also spent $79 on the Tenderusa, which we split. So it was really only $40. And it was four. So you got two. I got two. And then you get $10 off because it had spider mates. Well, that was the $10 off. Price. Okay. See, my plant budget is about 70 <laughs> to 80 bucks a month. So I can't go spending lots of money on plants because I got to well, get yeah. supplies too. I was say my spending, yeah, my plant budget right now is like soil and beneficial bugs and that yeah. kind of stuff. All the other stuff you got to pay for once you bring your $10 plant home. <laughs> Um, that's why I like cheap plants. You can get more of them. Yeah. So kind of going back with the pest thing, always quarantine your plants that you're bringing in. But specifically, if you've got something at Home Depot or Lowe's, please quarantine it. It, Look it over over before you bring it home. If it's an alocasia and it's crawling with spider mites, don't bother. Yeah. Maybe you can get it for free. It may be tempting to rescue, but just I just don't. Like when you go to Lowe's yeah. and you see the shelf of death, I just don't. E- <laughs> I don't even go over there and look anymore because I know that oh. I just don't want to do that. It's really fun sometimes at big box stores because they'll have stuff like mispriced. That's how I got a um, Sansevieria Moonlight for two dollars back when they were like sixty dollars a piece. Nice, yeah. That owl eyes down there. I got it from Home Depot for eight bucks, yeah. and at the time they were going for like sixty a pup. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't like someone had posted in one of the Facebook groups like, hey, Lowe's has this like price wrong. It's only two dollars. So I went and got one. And the lady that was checking me out, she was like, that's how much that is. I was like, that's what we're up. She's like, yeah, I might have to go grab one <laughs> I was like, quick before they fix it. The main thing I like about it is like Lowe's, they mark down stuff that's not bad. No, like like their orchids, if they don't have flowers on them, 50 percent off yeah. automatically. Yeah. Garbage plant. 
It's dead. <laughs> that and if you have a seal plan where it's like that needs just a little bit of work, but it might be worth it, and it's not marked down. I've learned that at Lowe's, if you just grab a manager, like, hey, this plant's not quite there, they'll just mark it off yeah. for you. Yeah, and that's a lot of the times you could always say, hey, this is dying. Yeah, they might sometimes they'll be like well, whatever, and they'll just throw it, but sometimes they'll be like, hey, Cheryl. Mark it off for I you. I got a discount on the silver dragon at Cub because it was sad. And she was like, oh, if it's dying, why do you want it? It's like, because I can, I can I was like, eh, I don't want to tell you. I can, <laughs> I can save it. it. I was like, I'm getting it for the pot. Yeah. I've had that where they're like, this is not going to last long. I'm like, I have the skills. Just yeah. don't question let me, it. Let me do it. Let me do it. I can um, do this. <laughs> I feel like we should like quick disclaimer. Yes, these commercial growers aren't necessarily the best, but we still don't advocate for prop lifting when you go in pull stuff off plants at big box stores i don't advocate for it i don't and i don't it's even theft i don't even support picking up stuff off the floor that's yeah. still that's still theft yeah not a gray area for me yeah don't do it yeah and however don't argue with me on the internet about doing it either because i will come <laughs> for you and i will not give up and then everyone else will see you're a douchebag however i will say with the caveat of if you find stuff on the ground and you ask a manager or an employee and they say yes that's perfectly fine. But if they say no and you do it anyways, that is legit stealing. If, if you're going to these stores with the intention of pulling leaves off succulents to propagate, that's, that is that is theft. Don't do it. Or if you're like, here, I have this really sharp fingernail. I'm going to take a cutting of this pothos and stick it in my purse. I mean, honestly, if you are that desperate for free cuttings, find a local Facebook group and tell them you're starting out and you will get... People will come in hordes. Yeah. Oh, people want to trim their plants so bad. <laughs> My manjula, my manjula is probably four foot long right now, mm, um, wow. and it's just long enough that it's starting to get within cat reaching height, Uh-oh. and the cats think it's fun to play with. And I was getting after Iris the other day playing with it, and Adrian goes, "Why is that so long?" Because <laughs> like, it grew, it's, sir. Because it's growing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can keep a manjula happy. <laughs> All right, my only pothos. <clears throat> it's been my problem too. Is like my husband will walk by and get catch my tree, be like. When did this get here? Like that's just been growing <laughs> in that there. spot. The problem isn't that the 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 pot the plant is in your space; it's that you're in its space. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, one more note on the whole prop lifting thing: don't brag about it on the internet. Oh yeah. Don't tell your friends about it. Keep it if you're gonna do it. Keep it quiet and don't encourage live other people to do it. I was yeah. gonna say yeah, it should be, it should be your shame. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Especially don't brag about it on the internet because people will come for you and that it's not the right thing to do. And also you make yourself look like a douchebag. So that and you're just <laughs> encouraging others who are on the fence about it to do it. And that's right. just not good for anybody. Right. You're not going to go encourage somebody to, you know, hold up a, like a convenience store. Don't encourage them to steal plant cuttings from plant stores. Like I have legit seen like some succulents where the growth point where without a growth point, the succulents are worthless. People will come in and just snap it off and yeah. take it. And it's just like, uh, why? You know, not- big bucks. Sorry, yeah. big box stores, sure. Um, this also applies to botanical gardens. Don't take stuff oh, out of botanical gardens. Yeah. That That's criminal at that point, I feel. Should be, at least. Yeah, and I think that's, again, not, we're, we're sitting on this for a long time, but it's it's important um, because, yes, if you brag that you did it at a big box store, someone's going to see that they can do that at any nursery, and we have definitely seen some small businesses get hit pretty hard from people prop lifting. So, like, it's... Or when somebody a took a reaction. spirit of sancti cutting out of a fucking botanical garden. Don't do that. Right. So just don't do it. There's a whole YouTube video on that. Oh. On how to do it? No, on oh. that exact case. <laughs> oh. It yeah, was a big deal. That's, yeah, I can imagine. Shame like that's, on you. Yeah. At the time when they were $15,000. Yeah. yeah. 
people oh, stealing tycons out of people's backyards like back when they were $700. Let me add something <laughs> to this. Do not go bragging on the internet that about all your expensive plants that you're putting outside because I guarantee you that people know where you live, whether they've traded with you or they know someone who has traded with you. It's not that hard for them to just come go to your backyard and just take it if they know it's there. Right. Don't do that. And if somebody on the internet or in a Facebook group asks, what expensive plants are you putting outside for the summer? Don't fall for it. Yeah. I will add another caveat to that. Sometimes it's done innocently, just as like people trying to right. see, trying to show that you can put expensive plants outside. Oh yeah, you but can if you want. It may not be the person. It may not be the person posting it, doing it, but the people seeing it. That's where the right. liability really comes in. There, yep. I yep. put none of my uh, expensive plants outside this summer because I had too many people coming to my house to buy stuff. I would be worried, like when I would put stuff outside just to water. I was worried, like leaving them out to drain. I was like, mm-hmm. but I live on a private road, so it wasn't an issue. Um, but big box stores. <laughs> no, oh, wow. Big, big box, box stores. Soapbox tangent. Oh, distractions. Mm. Trying to think what Ooh. else. What's your favorite plant you got from a big box store? Probably my Taniki. For me, it's that Pacopodium lamerii. I got it when it was three inches and it's probably a good two, two and a half feet now. Nice. I'm going to say my Stingray Alocasia. I love him. I you love still him. have, you still have some of it. I kept one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no one wants my baby. No. I have a baby corma sprouted. Nobody wants him. <laughs> you look so sad. I am sad. There's two plants in the pot. Yeah. If anyone local wants my stingray baby, let me know. Looking for a new home. The only disclaimers that we need to know about for big black stores. Oh, I would say <laughs> if you're, because just how big black stores are, there's almost always birds in the plant room with them or some other little critters and stuff. You probably are going to have um, a volunteer plant or two coming in home with you. I've definitely have had like oh, little other things. things growing. Also, you can get volunteer anoles. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other thing I was going to bring up is a lot of these plants are grown in conditions where they use systemics and pesticides. Ah. If you're buying from a big box store, they should remain again indoors for at least a year to wear out all that systemic. Sure. Just to be safe. Yeah. If you care about that stuff. Uh, one time our friend Tom ordered some ficus from a nursery in Florida. Uh, he's the horticulturist at the zoo and it arrived and there was a giant iguana <laughs> that came in with the plant shipment. And thankfully he works at a zoo. So the iguana got to join his other iguana friends. I thought they rehomed it. I thought they found someone to take it in. We should ask. I thought he just lived. I thought this iguana just lived at the zoo. I thought they were... I, if I remember correctly, they didn't want to introduce it into the population of what they already had because, you know, disease and stuff. So oh. I think they found someone else to take it and foster it. But again, a zoo, what what better place? Because you accidentally oh, yeah. send an iguana right. to. They, well, they knew and then exactly you can, what it was. They knew exactly how they, to care they for it. They took it to the vet. Yeah, the zoo vet. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're going to get an iguana in your big box store plants but watch out you buy that 12 foot ficus you don't know (laughs) what might fall out i was gonna say i've also seen tree frogs come in Mm -hmm. tree frogs and anoles are the two big ones i see like little snails i've never paid attention my my friend in new york is growing a snail that he found in a plant i'd be careful with that are anoles the tiny little lizards yes okay they're actually color changing too the dewlaps yeah yeah i don't know i just Mm-hmm. big box stores you shouldn't really shit on them that much because like i said you find cool stuff there the quality is usually pretty decent okay for, yeah pretty decent for what it is you're almost guaranteed to have multiple plants in the pot yeah which is nice um, um and also if you're a non-tc person 
don't bother with big box stores. Everything. <laughs> actually, I would argue that 90% of all our plants are tissue culture anyway. So right. like you shouldn't care. Right. Oh, but I do. I'm just kidding. I have read all the reasons people don't like TC and none of them are valid in my brain. <laughs> Some of them are like, yes, that's true. But the extent to which that happens is so minimal. That should not be a concern. We still have 20 minutes of the episode. Should we just go to drama at this point? <laughs> Ooh, drama. I was going to ask if you know, like how nurseries are growing plants that end up in big box stores. Like if you know any of that. Yes, I do. Uh, do you know targets? Do you know all the targets in the local area that do they, all the local grown stuff? Mm. I used to work at the place who produces that. LBR? LBR, yes. LBR, great company. Loved working for them. Great team. But uh, what happens is we would get our stuff in as plugs, pot them up, and then just grow grow them on. And that's basically the whole process of it. Um, There are specialty greenhouses who specialize in that propagation material. And that's where you're going to get the people who are like cutting it up, doing the tissue culture, pulling the tissue cultures and acclimating them. That is a whole process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is um, high humidity, just slowly ramping it down. Whatever survives, survives. It's kind of a see what sticks in these situations because it's just they throw everything at it. And if it survives the process, it gets sold on. If it doesn't, well, it just contributes to the waste. Right. To the compost, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Cool. That was the nice thing about that company is they recycled a lot of their stuff. Mm-hmm. I got an update on the iguana. Oh. Uh Tom said it went somewhere, an animal rescue of some sort, but I don't know which one. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Trying to think of the local reptile ones. I can't think of what they are anymore. Mm-hmm. I hope it's moved. It's, I hope it has a nice home now, wherever it is. Bas- basking. 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 Reptiling. Reptiling. Okay, so let's talk about more about how the nurseries <laughs> in Florida are producing the plants that we then see in our big box stores. Uh, for those, the ones in Florida, I believe a lot of them will ship in tissue culture. Mm-hmm. And acclimate it from there, from there, and grow it on. Um, they're ordering it from whatever labs. There used to be not a lot of labs here in the states, but now they're increasing. Uh, but a lot of it was used to be wholesale ordered from Taiwan, uh, Asia, Southeast Asia is big hot spot for that because they they've got the cheap labor where you can produce the tissue cultures at a sellable price that you can make a big profit on, and that's quickly going away thank god they're finally like paying their people more good but yeah a lot of that is just they take the tissue cultures and put them straight into plugs and then from plugs into four inch pots i mean it's just the, they go through the same process we do it's just faster okay and then they're in florida so they yeah get the better light and they can grow year round so mm-hmm. they just constantly pump it up but even then if you notice they do cut back during certain seasons in florida i've noticed like mm-hmm. hurricane season obviously well, what do i High winds, maybe not. <laughs> um, other than that, it's pretty much that simple. It's just acclimating oh. tissue culture. It's nothing special. Do you know how they, like, the bigger plants that we see, like the big trees and stuff that'll come in, like, how how do they, do they just, like, select a couple to grow up bigger? Or do they just have ones that have been there longer? Or? I've seen some nurseries in Florida grow them up in pots and just upsize the pots bigger and bigger and bigger until they're big. That's why those ones are so expensive. Mm-hmm. How old are they normally? Yeah. It varies. Okay. It depends on the plant. If you can get a big, like if you can get a ficus lyrata up to size in three years, it's going to be a three-year-old plant. Right. But if it takes like three years to hit six feet and you want it like double that, it could take way longer right. than that. Right. And then just think somebody's going to buy that for $500, take it home and immediately kill it because I don't put it in front of a window. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the other waste. thing that they do to get these big plants is they throw them right in the ground. Oh. Oh, and then they pull them up? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Mm. I've seen a lot of nurseries do that. Interesting. I feel like does that is that setting the plant up for failure then? Not necessarily because mm. you do that with bonsai. Okay. If you're uh, gonna start a bonsai, I don't know. I mean, me that. yeah, that is one way to do it, but um, it's it's complicated, right? If it's just gonna die anyway, who cares? <laughs> The big ones that they're putting in the ground are usually generally getting more care because they're the the return on them is bigger. Sure. So it's like they are willing to do more to keep it alive. Sure, but if you're if you're putting a plant in the ground and then just to then pull it up and throw it in a pot, I feel like that's te- I think that would set, that's setting up the plant to die, right? Cause yes, and no. You if you do it, if you do it just like that, but what I've noticed is they'll put them in the ground, grow them to a certain size, pull them out, and finish them in pots. Yeah, you oh. you let them acclimate in the pot. Yeah, oh. so they're oh. so like let's say that six foot ficus lyrata in a pot. They'll pull it at like three or four feet and put it in a pot, and then just okay. pump it full of so nutrients. You're thinking they just like pull it out, put it in a pot, ship it off. No, like that thing's dead. And like I said, they put a lot more care into it than sure. that. Um, it's the ones that they tend to be a lot less delicate with are the smaller pots that are four to six inches. Oh, Those sure. ones get thrown around like crazy. I, you can tell. I mean, yeah. There's nothing I like better than bringing home a plant with water spots and growing it up so that it doesn't have any water spots. <laughs> it's so satisfying. And then all my plants are really pretty because like they haven't lived in a greenhouse in years. Right. Also, do not spray vinegar on your plants to get rid of those water spots. It works great for glass, but it kills the plant. I've never heard of that. It is a trick that people used to use. Um, I it, some people will dilute it. I still heard of people putting it on their plants nowadays and being like, my plant suddenly crisped up. It's like, yes, because vinegar it is dries it out. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't dry it out. It just penetrates and destroys. Oh. I mean, yeah. I use it as a weed killer. So nice. I use it to get the water spots off my propagation vessels. Not water spots, but like, you know how this crusty the hard stuff water gets stain. Hard. Yeah. yeah. Just let it soak for a couple of days. Boom. Gone. Vinegar is also a great way to get it off your terracotta pots. Soak your terracotta pots in some vinegar. Yep. Also, if you have a uh, glass shower doors, mm-hmm. vinegar is the way to go. Soak it. Anything with hard minutes. water. <laughs> like, don't even waste your money on buying the window cleaner sprays. You just vinegar, dilute it in a spray bottle, soak it for 10 minutes. And when I say soak, it needs to be wet for 10 minutes. It doesn't need to be sprayed on and dried. You're going to have to go back and spray it every minute. Then I'll just wipe away. This yep. has been your house cleaning tangent. Brandon and I were apartment cleaners <laughs> for three years. So I went through the whole cycle of this doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. Have you tried vinegar? No, that works. And then I broke three tempered shower glass doors. With vinegar? No, I because I'm clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> he just like fell through them? Well, I was like, they're easier to clean if they're out. Because then you can get oh. like around the edge of the glass door. And then, you know, you just bump it just the wrong way on a ledge. And then glass shatters. Sorry, landlord. Three. I wasn't that sorry. Because, <laughs> you know, if I would have learned after the first time, but I didn't learn after this first time. I didn't learn after the second time. <laughs> I did learn after the third time. I was not allowed to take the doors out after that. They're both shaking their head at me. <laughs> okay, let's talk about drama. <laughs> I'm over it. Let's do it. Bring out the tea. Big um, box store drama. Which one? I don't know. All oh, of them. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not in. It's been so long. I'm not in the big box store place the, groups, groups anymore. So I don't know if it's still like as bad as, oh my God, Ruby Cascades are at Home Depot. Go. Oh, dear Lord. But there's certainly a fanatic following of big box stores of people who are just not willing to spend the prices at like local places. Mm-hmm. And they'll go to the big box store and they'll wait for big box stores to have it just because it's cheaper. And I, you, you get what you pay for. Right. I've definitely, I feel bad. I've only done this once. Um, and it was when they had Piper Crocatums 
Kirkatoms. Kirkatom. Kirkatom. Um, it was still like wrapped up in the thing, and I could see it, and I was like, I really want it. So I like what I've only done this once. Where I'm like, is there any way I can have that plant? And the guy was super nice. He like he he like scanned it. He's like, it's already in the system, sure. And so he's like, he just like ripped it open and gave me one. In my experience, they'll let you take it right out the. Re- they, you're doing their job for them. They'll happily like if they're already on the floor, they're usually ready to go. Yeah. Because every just, every time I've asked, they've been like, you can just take one. I just knew this this Home Depot definitely has to deal with people constantly doing that and mm-hmm. asking or just ripping into it and sometimes stuff hasn't been scanned into the system yet so yeah so just it's always helpful to be polite about it very yeah don't be mean because a lot of these times these people don't know plants and they don't care to know anything about the plant so if you give them attitude that's just asking I mean, don't you're gonna get that's what mean. you give that's right? a human being so if you're giving attitude don't be upset when you get attitude back um how about a, are we used to go to etiquette as far as taking all of them? Taking all 10 true yep. BI moonlights. Yeah, that's Don't not do cool. That. Especially if you're going to flip them. Flipping. Oh, God. Yeah, oh God. flipping. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. What's the time frame for flipping? When is it no longer oh, a flip? Should, we should finish talking about what we're doing. My, my brain can't. Etiquette. My, yeah. yeah, my brain can't move on just that fast. The, the most Sorry. I've ever done. ADHD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> The the moonlight's a fantastic example because people were going nuts. True BI moonlight. True BI moonlights. I I had my mom buy three, but that was because I had two friends that were automatically had already told me I want them. So if you get them, I will you know. But the people there are people that will take you know all seven or eight that a plant store gets. Like they they'll only get like so many at a time, right? Usually it's like eight. I'm trying to think of the little displays. Wasn't. Um, they're a local place over in Wisconsin who had a great deal on a plant, had a bunch in stock. One person posted it up in the group and then 10 Wasn't minutes later. Rose floral? Yes. And then someone went in and just bought everything right. and it just ruined it for everybody else. Yep. And I, and then I, so it was, it was great because somebody was like, I saw somebody with a cart full of them walking yep. around when I went to go get one. And they're like, I'm not going to name names. And I'm like, oh my God, name names, name names, name names. <laughs> See, I've been if part I of- saw that, I would be posting in the group immediately. I, I, I talked to the person first names. and be like, hey, you know, this isn't cool, right? <laughs> I mean, that's really like. And then I take a picture because I'm petty like that. I don't. If I was in the situation where I saw the person with a cart full of the plant i don't know if i would be able to be like really can i have one but i like to think like i would <laughs> i have only come across a situation like that once and i think i just looked at the two as like fucking rude and yeah. i just walked away at that yeah, point because like i just don't i can't engage because people who are going to do that are going to do that no matter what you think because it's a quick dollar for them yeah well in the trubii case like i think the plants were 20 dollars. people were throwing them on facebook for 100 immediately and people would buy it because they were desperate. And that's also a shitty plant. It is so a shitty plant. Hard to grow. Didn't Not they have problems it. with that one when they dropped it? Oh and then God. they had to redo everything and drop it again. And yeah. it still had problems. Yeah. Cost of problems. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we can talk about. But their pots are nice. I forgot. What was it? It wasn't etiquette. Oh, flipping. Oh, flipping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Flipping. At what point? This was a huge deal. Okay, because I've come across some people who have, like, bought a plant, had buyer's remorse, and been like, you know what? I'm just going to sell it. And then they sell it for what they got it for, or maybe, like, five, ten more. Is that okay? Like, what time frame is that? Because, okay. like, here's the- my opinion on it. If you bought a plant, you get home a week later, you're like, you know what? I actually don't want this. In what world do you think five to ten dollars more is? Like, okay, like the plant hasn't grown. It hasn't 
gotten miraculously better in your care. But I went out to the store that and acquired it. The same price that you paid for. Okay. That that's my opinion. And but what if it's been like a month and you've put like ten isn't that bad. But like when when it was at the height of this problem in COVID, people were you know buying a plant for cheap because you know whoever was selling it didn't realize that they had more value than they did, and they were selling it for hundred dollars, right? Or something crazy. They were making bank by upselling this plant. If you're going, my definition of flipping is you are going and purposefully buying a plant to then turn it around and immediately make a profit off of it. That is a flip. You're not. You don't care about growing it. You don't care about propagating it. You don't care about making a successful healthy plant you care about making money off of it and so you immediately turn it around that's a flip if you buy a plant and you say i'm going to try and grow it out and propagate it and sell cuttings for you know five ten bucks to try and make up some of the money that's not that's not flipping that's, but how long do you have to have it before you do that yeah you're gonna it, cut it right so, away yeah i guess if you take it and you immediately cut it up to propagate it like that's iffy in my brain again i mean well, everyone, look, you do you everyone does their own thing but let's say let's let's go with an easy example you buy a, a rio mm-hmm. you take it home you chop it up you propagate it you grow it and it starts to grow and then you're like i've got too many and you're like i'm just gonna sell it would that be that to me that's just growing plants that's, okay yeah, cool. yeah. that's not but if you bought that rio immediately cut up and now you have unrooted cuttings for 25 dollars and you bought the plant for 30 like that is not ethically cool in my book. Or like, you know, you're buying some big full Hoya baskets on the Hoya group. And then, you know, a week later, people seeing you sell cuttings oh. out of those Hoyas. <laughs> See, I... That's flipping. That's flipping. Yeah. And then you get kicked out of the Hoya groups. And then somehow they let you back in. I'm so happy to have you two to guide me through the <laughs> social side of plants because I am still so new to the social part of plants. We are ruthless. Yeah, it's bad. We don't have a Ruth. <laughs> I can find you a Ruth. I know a Ruth. <laughs> You're going to steal me a Ruth? She's sweet. She makes oh. cakes. Oh, She can join us. We could have a Ruth. <laughs> I almost slipped. No, because like, even though I've been in the hobby this long, I've not been part of the communities or any of the social part of it until I met you, Kaylin. <laughs> You're the one who... You did, I, I, ruined you. I would love to say you dragged me kicking and screaming, but you I was I was screaming. really trying to join and I I just I struggle with people because of stuff and you made it so easy. And that's it. I mean, OK, there's like four thousand people in some of these groups that we're in and four thousand people, three hundred and three. Sorry, three thousand seven hundred and fifty of them will be awesome. But then there's a the couple that you just have to be careful of. You have to know about what they've done in the past and be like, ugh. And that really just comes from lurking. Yeah, lurking and paying attention. Yep. When somebody's like, you know, this person seems questionable. You should go check out their Google reviews. And then you're like, oh, "Oh, this business has horrible reviews. They don't provide their plans when you buy online. I'm definitely not going to buy this cheap Tycon because I'm going to lose my money. We've called out so many people in this episode. Um, But no names. That in particular person blocked me after I called them out. That particular person is now doing business and they're actually decent okay no which yeah. is weird okay but fix your google reviews and give the people what they bought on your shop i know i know a woman who still has not received her elbow that she bought from them and oh it has gosh. been years did she do a chargeback she should have done a chargeback at no she point. just let it go i oh. think 
from my understanding, I don't. She didn't explain much, but I, I'm assuming she just let it go. Don't See, let it go, like, people. I, I can forgive uh, this person if you know moving forward they right their wrongs. They they never shop there again, and they advocate against shopping there yes. because I mean, of that. You were saying how like this person's like doing business now and like you know having some margin of success. So, like I really feel like in a in a small community where people are, they like, need to address it. Yeah. Yes, they need to address it. They need to right their wrongs and they need to make amends. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if they are not doing that, I'm still not giving them my money. I don't right. care I mean, how even, good the deals are. Even if they do do that, I still take in the history of, unless they, from my understanding, this particular company had like a year of just bad history. And it's yep. only, it's been less than two years since then. They still got three more to prove to me before I will shop with them. Right. Like my standards for that kind of stuff are high. Or you write your wrongs. You go back to all the people that have been wronged and you either you give them the money back or you give them their plans. Right. That's, that that's integrity. Yeah. And that clearly this person doesn't have it, so. We're not going to say names, but if you join the Discord, we'll say the names. Right? DM me, I'll tell you. <laughs> I am not hesitate. We will protect you all. Then I would say the other part of, like, the community is don't ghost. When you say, oh when God. you commit to buying a plant, <laughs> I, have, I have started Venmo to hold. If by the end of the day, you have not sent me your money. Or message me, hey, something happened. And here's the thing. I don't even ask for the full amount. Like if I'm selling, like, like for instance, I sold my Mills bow. Um, I <laughs> asked $50 down and I held it. I got the rest of the money later. But if that person had dropped off the face of the planet, I would have kept that $50 mm-hmm. and been like, you're out that money. Mm-hmm. Like Non-refundable, bitch. Yeah, I've, I've definitely am probably thinking of that this next growing season of you will send me the money, and if you ghost me, that's on you. I'm not going to, I'm not hunting you down. I'm not doing anything. I will go and just resell it again. I would be happy or to do that. I've, I've, I've had some luck of just being, like, in my post being, like, I will call you out if you ghost me. I started that. Here's, here's what I've done over the last, like, six, seven years of selling plants online. I've kept an idea of, like, I know who I'm selling to. And I keep track of who I sell to. And if you keep continually oh. ghosting me, you go on a list, a physical or you, list or you I have. Blocked. I've, I've blocked. I've blocked two people just in this last round of selling stuff because the one made me wait in a parking lot at Menards for 40 minutes while she went to go get gas or whatever. And the other one uh, bought a plant, said I killed it, even though she had it. And then so I offered her something to make it right. And then she was took, this the Hoya? Yeah, took three hours to get to my house. Went to Menards. They went and ran errands before they came to pick up the new plant. And I was just like, "You it's said a five three o'clock plant. It's a five dollar plant. Come get it." No, I've started keeping track of the people who ghost me. And if you and I've had multiple people come to me and they forget this this cute little thing about selling plants. <laughs> like you have the right to buy my plants. Right. I have the right to tell you to go away because no, I don't have yeah. to make the sale. Yeah. And I have literally told people who have like made deposits and they keep changing the time. Like I've been like. Do you want your deposit back? Because I'm done with this sale. Right. And they've gotten pissy with me. <laughs> well. It's like, I have a right to my own time. And right. if you're taking up too much of it, I will cut you off. Yeah. Like, I understand rescheduling once, but I am not going to keep rescheduling. Absolutely Well, yeah, and emergencies happen. Like, just just communicate. Yeah, that's the other thing. If you're communicating, that's great. I had somebody once apologize for over-communicating. And I'm like, honestly, this doesn't bother me because I know you are going to show up and right. pick up this plant. Even if you message me 50 times. Right. I know you're coming. I have a wonderful old woman who buys for me. She texts me every five minutes as her husband drives her to my house, giving me updates Good to gracious. where she's at. Stop Love sign. It. Stop light. Driving on the road. Turning at the cemetery. Literally. Up the street. Because one time she was 10 minutes late past her pickup time because she had to stop and get gas and she felt so bad. Um, yeah. But she had communicated that to me. So I was like, it's fine. No problem. Yeah. I don't right. mind if you communicate. 
I like. Yeah. I have this person who keeps trying to buy stuff from me on Marketplace. Her name is Betty. I think Betty's a robot. <laughs> and she forgets that she's talking to the same person she's talked to before because every time she tries to buy something from me, it's the same old bullshit. And oh. she never actually ends up showing up. And so I'm just like. Reply with screenshots of previous conversations. Yeah. That's what I've done. Hey, is this you? No. No, I literally like. Literally says your last name, Betty. <laughs> I have sold plant. I have sold a plant before. And the woman came back and was like. <laughs> wanting more and more and then they as over time the transactions got worse and worse and worse kind of like you know how that goes with people who like get familiar with you like oh i can be later and later and later oh. i can just stop showing up i can reschedule an hour after the fact and that's just annoying Oof. um i forgot where i was going with this we're bitching about people yeah it just sucks <laughs> to have to deal with this stuff this is why i don't sell my plan with screenshots oh yeah and i took screenshots and I, she came to buy a plan for me and I just sent her the screenshot. That was it. No response, no other response other than the screenshots of all of her excuses she had for the last delay. Oof. And then I just shut the tab and I was done. And mm. that's why I don't sell plants right. often. Yeah, there's a lot of bullshit you gotta deal with. Like, so it doesn't even make it any sense to flip plants. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, because the time commitment is like time is worth money. I value my time yeah, at, at yeah. minimum $15 an hour. And I do not want to sit and reschedule with you every single time you need to because, you know, something came up. It's a $10 plant. I don't care. I'd yeah. rather throw it away. That and you kind of got to take into to mind that some people like me only have so many people points. So like, yes, right. I may have three days off this week to like meet up with you, but only one of those days is going to work for me. And if it's not right. that day, I'm not going to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. I've like, had to, I've started doing a lot of porch pickup this last year. Yeah. It's like, it's just outside. Go come get it when you need it. I've been telling this summer, I did a lot of, um, if people were coming to get plants for me, I'd have them Venmo me the money for my address. Yep. I send them my address. And a lot of these are people I've dealt with before. So like they know I'm good. Right. So it's like. Send them my address and it's on the front porch. You already paid for it. Take it and go because I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to get <laughs> sick and I've got stuff to do. Or, or Yeah. Like I'm got, I've just gotten tired of like setting myself to be home for this time period. And then you're late and then you're late and then you're late and then you're late. And like, I, I have things I need to go do. I have too many plants outside during the summer to just do porch pickups. Mm. Uh, but I have, I refuse to let people waste Brandon's time anymore with right. pickups. Cause I'd be like, Oh, you'll be home. Could you do this? And like, He'll be like waiting to go shower and this person will just have not shown up and he'll be like, where's your person? And I'll be like, she said she was going to be there 30 minutes ago. Where is she? She hasn't shown up. He's like, no. I'm like, yeah. my husband is the same way. It got to the point where he's like, I'm not doing plant pickups. He will only do plant pickups for a handful of people right. that he knows right. and who are on time. If Brandon has to do a plant pickup, he gets ten, uh, $5 per plant. <laughs> nice. That's nice. Just, I pay him yeah. now. Yeah, I only rely on noah for emergencies like i one time i like i forgot i had someone picking up a plant i had it on the counter ready to go and i went to go run some errands he handled it no problem it's simple things like that but like you said when they're waiting to do stuff like for me i have really bad adhd and i have this thing called adhd purgatory where if i'm waiting on something if that something is three hours away i cannot do anything yep. for those three hours yep. it is a mental block yep so like whenever you are late and you're doing playing those games, like you may not realize how badly you're inconveniencing people or the problems mm -hmm. you're creating. Right. Mine's not that bad, but like if someone says they're 15 minutes away, that's when I go park on my couch and wait. Yeah. Because I'm like my anxiety will mm -hmm. like I don't want to miss it. So mine I is sit there and wait. Let's say someone will tell me on Monday, I'm going to be there at 1 p.m. on Saturday. Fantastic. Great. 
from Sunday or Saturday from the time I wake up to 1 p.m., I can't do anything. I just right. sit there and wait because yeah. that's just how bad mine is. That's why you like doing stuff in the morning. That's why I like doing yeah. stuff in the morning, get it done. <laughs> then I have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. Yep. Right. Oh, well, guys, plan for the week. <laughs> in conclusion. <laughs> we got off topic. We're getting back on topic. Of big boxers? Yeah. <laughs> Start talking about flipping plants and then describing how we flip plants. I'm just kidding. We don't. I don't flip plants. Plants, but we're talking about selling plants, so it seems like maybe we're talking about flipping our plants. It's okay that maybe two times I plan to flip plants, it did not fucking work. I so. have never, yeah, I was like, I have never sold anything that it hasn't been in my collection for at least six months. Mm-hmm. I grow it out, yeah. And like, I, I get plants I, that I want to grow. I take pride knowing that I'm selling you a happy growing plant. My thing is, if a plant's not in good enough condition to sell, like, if I wouldn't buy a plant, then I won't sell it, and that condition is. Uh, used to be still kind of is a really high bar for me so it's like things i'm selling are stuff i've had for a while yeah yeah all right plant of the week plant of the week uh, plant of the week i'm tr- oh have i don't know i don't think i've done my anthurium crystallinum no <gasps> kitty okay so uh crystallinum <laughs> put out two inflorescences in a row i pollinated both I, the first one i was actually too late on so that didn't take i'm actually hopeful for the second one but we're waiting to find out um, they just put out this most massive leaf. I have not taken nice. my tape measure down to measure it, but it's huge. Nice. It's big, and it is, I think it finally is hardening off, but, like, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I didn't even realize. Like, I knew it was growing a new leaf, but, like, I didn't actually realize how truly big it was until I took it out to water. I took it out to water, walked it around to the other side of my tent, about <laughs> to put it in a saucer and fill it up, and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> this just huge green velvety leaf with sparkles, and I was like, oh! I was just thinking about selling you, but no, I'm not. <laughs> so, Crystallinum, Anthurium, plant of the week. Congrats, buddy. Mine's going to be my Hoya Nova Ghost. I really don't have like a two minute long speech about it. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's say my plant of the week is going to go with the theme. I'm going to go with my pack of podium Lemerii that I got from Home Depot. Oh. <laughs> it's just every time I look at it, it's just. Oh, is that that tall guy? It's that tall guy in that gallon pot. It's a pack of podium, and I'm like, I know it's a pack of podium, but I'm like, I have no idea which pack of podium it's, it is. Lemurii is the typical Madagascar palm. Yeah. Um, but he looks fantastic. It does great. It it the last three years it has held leaves throughout the winter, which is Ooh, a feat in within in itself. Summer. Yeah. Just like my. I love it. Lumeria. It's like I enjoy. Awesome. My best succulent. Yeah. Good luck repotting that. Oh God, I have to do that this year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Cardboard, towels, and leather gloves. Uh, yep. Gloves. Gloves. All right, everybody. Or, like stick foam to it. <laughs> oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in today. This has been Rough Around the Hedges. An extra rough episode. We like to have those. Next what? This is an extra rough episode. We like to have those. Right. You have, do you have ADHD? Mm, undiagnosed, I do. Okay. We have like definitely two, some two, regular 2.75 people here with ADHD. <laughs> so you're getting a really great time when you hang out with us on Rough Around the Hedges podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stay rough, everybody. Ah! Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.